Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, can you imagine a species that has such high intelligence that the prospect of communicating with us is simply of no interest to them? Yeah, I can. Yeah. And they go by and we... They're, Intelligence is on such a level that we can't even recognize it yes. as intelligence. Yes. I just wanted to find out, like, but why? Why do people think that aliens put things at your bum? Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Uh, with me, Bob Shoy. Beef. Tiss. Uh, here we are, we were just recording this straight off the back of our uh, Serial Killers episode. Yeah. So, Don't try and lift the we're going to try yeah. and not be too tired. We've got to get <laughs> this all recorded uh, to cover ourselves for January, which we're having off. You guys still alright? Yeah, I'm excited. I, I find, um, I love hosting, but I find it tiring. Yeah, it so is So I'm, like, I'm excited now to just... Like get into. I felt that with a dreams episode actually. When I you didn't do anything. Well, we should. Yeah. Um, you should apologise to Karim then. He was obviously boring you. No, no, I will not apologise. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys have any idea what today's episode is going to be? Well, you've kept it a secret. Uh, is it serial killers? <sighs> Nearly. Um, I think this is going to be the. F- We're going to come back to this topic again because um, there's quite a lot to it. Right. Um, similar to how when I did the, we st- we've done ghosts before and I did haunted houses and I've done EVP, but there's other stuff as well within that realm. Mm. So this is similar to that, and this is the first episode of our aliens episodes. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Brilliant. Was aliens. Any, were any of you expecting this today? No. No, I wasn't. You made it out as if it was going to be... It's quite an obscure subject, aliens, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we don't hear s- a lot about it. People don't talk about aliens, do <laughs> We've said so often since we started this, like, we've been going so long, we've never even touched on, you know, aliens, which is so obvious. Yeah. So I thought one of us has to get down and finally touch on this subject. Well, it's apt since this is, uh, although it's the new year, this is the second week now of the uh, Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie that has come out. <laughs> well, it won't be when it comes out. <laughs> well, that's why I said. January and everyone will have seen it. Well, that's <laughs> what I said. Oh, that film oh. that came out last year. <laughs> that's what I was saying. It's uh, it's been out now for a Rogue couple of weeks. Rogue One will be out by the time this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what this is? This is basically just your Aliens 101. This is a little bit of we're going to talk about some types of aliens. Okay. Some things that people associate with aliens, 
and some um, ideas, like bigger ideas surrounding Alien. So this episode is going to be in like three sections. But this is just like touching on the very basics, so then we can go further into it on other shows, more specific things. Awesome. Do you want to um, start the episode just by watching like a video of some real life alien sightings caught on camera? Yeah, of course I do. Right, okay, let's get this out of the way then. Okay, this is a collection of some um, aliens that have been caught on tape. So we'll see what we think to this. I love that the way that's worded, caught on tape, as if they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. I don't need to have this recorded because there's no audio to it, not really. It's just video footage. (laughs) Oh dear. You're thinking. (laughs) What? Evidence? Yeah, it's... um... (laughs) <laughs> Some of these are really bad. Oh man! You know how hard it is to actually find good footage of aliens online. You think there'd be loads? Oh dear! Why do they all look the same? Oh, we're going to talk about that. Oh, that's horrible. That's not an alien, but that is horrible. Hmm. <laughs> that wouldn't. Yeah. Mm? <laughs> what? Convinced? No. Convinced? No. No. Why would it start? Why would it do that? Ugh. It's just the charred remains of a human. It's a mummy. That's a slender man. That's just a tree. That's someone taking out the rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> That's a neck. That neck could not support a head. That's nice. No. Does, I don't care if it is an alien. That's that dude again. <laughs> How many times do we see him? <laughs> taking the bins out in his pants. <laughs> Oh, Ooh. that's so fake. That's it's really so bad, stupid. isn't it? Huh? What am I looking at here? Yeah, I don't know. It's far too pixelated. <laughs> it's like he's been caught on the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> on a roof. Yeah. Um. Oh God. It's chilling. There's more of them. Yeah, I think we've seen enough. I'm enjoying it. It's hot. It's hot. Well, straight away. Evolutionary, like if you're gonna go down the evolutionary path and say why we are what we are is because of evolution and we we everything that is on us is there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, apart from your appendix, um, and a male nipple, and the male nipple as well, maybe. Um, it just makes no sense that they come from like a crazy planet and everything is the same. Mm-hmm. Just thinner. Oh, and then the head just gets fucking mental. Well, there's loads of different types of aliens that people claim to have seen mm. in this planet. So, do you know any of these types? There's loads, but there's, there's three main ones that I see coming up again and again, that these are like three different, very recognisable types of aliens. There seems to be like a really tall, like we saw in the trees, like a tall, thin one with a big head. Um, they've all got big heads and like big eye sockets and like tiny nostrils. I don't know. You tell us. Do you know any of the names of any of these types? Uh, Exhibit A. No idea the names. Well, there's the greys, which are like the ones that we're talking about. They're normally small, grey, big head, like that classic alien-looking type, like Mr. Burns. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Burns. But you do get tall ones. There's some. They're sometimes called like tall greys or short greys, whatever. But the, there are the greys. Right. Sometimes referred to as the Zetas, and the the idea is that they're um, almost like space scientists. 
they're the ones that do tests and medical evaluations and all the, the abductions and stuff. Normally, it's like this type that people explain seeing. Right. Um, the, the probing ones and the ones that just examine and do things to us. So you've heard of them the ones. Bum. Yeah, you've heard of them ones. Yeah. The reptilians. Okay. I've not heard of a reptilian. Yes, you know about the reptilians. I've heard of reptilians. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into them because there's so much about the reptilians. I think that's almost its own show when you get into the reptilian elite and stuff. Hmm. There's a lot to that. But the basics of the reptilians is... I've written like a basic summary on here. So I've written... Um, there were ancient astronauts that seeded Earth with reptilian aliens, like in prehistory. Hmm. Um, so a subset of their species has been on Earth since prehistoric times. They do abduct people sometimes, but only about 20% of abductees describe the reptilians. Normally, they're, it's the greys. Now, the interesting thing about the reptilians is that lots of mythology has talked about, you know, like reptilian-type humans as well. If you go to Chinese mythology, they talk about these shape-shifting dragon people. If you look at Greek mythology, um, the first king of Athens, uh, I think it's Cecrops the third or Kekrops the first or whatever... Um, he was described as being like half snake and reptilian. Uh, Indian mythology, the scriptures talk of uh, people called the Naga, who were reptilian people that normally lived underground and communicated with people. So there's this type of alien that throughout history, and that's why they believe they've been around for longer. And their agenda is fear, force, intimidation. Basically, they're seeking domination. The funny thing about uh, the lizard men and their domination thing yeah. is that if you're a dominating person mm -hmm. surely the last thing you want to do is go into hiding and and basically live in secret yeah i think they're biding their time is the point they're getting uh, in high places because they, a lot of the reptilian like elite is to do with like the elite of our earth hmm are seeded by reptilian aliens. So like the people say the queen is part of the reptilian elite and the president and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're dominating from within. They're like getting the power on the planet. Mm. What could we do if they took over though? Like, why don't they just take over and we'll just be like, oh, it sucks, but whatever. No idea. Like, this is just a theory. <laughs> and maybe, maybe they have this weird fucking love for just being <laughs> surprising people. <laughs> Like they just love to have this surprise underneath the covers, you know. Well, the reptilians are ones I'm going to go so into they another can just episode. Jump out like surprise! <laughs> it's all a lie. Um, and then the other ones, which I hadn't heard about as much, um, but um, apparently they're just as common. Are the Nordic aliens? Do you know them? No. Mm. Otherwise known as the blonde aliens, or the tall whites, or the space brothers. Mm, I like these. Yeah, right. I think I think you're going to like these guys. Um, they look really human. They basically look like they're normally like between five and a half to seven foot looking humans. They have blonde hair, light eyes, good physique, normally considered like attractive. Mm -hmm. to, to human eyes, they look attractive. Mm. Um, like they look like tall Scandinavian people, basically. There's right. not there's not much like dissimilarity between humans. Mm -hmm. um, and they can they possess telepathy and telekinesis as well. Right. And basically they're all just like silent watchers. Uh, who provide spiritual revelation and warn humans of potential catastrophe. And lots of our New Age ideas, mm -hmm. so you'll say, were given to us by the Nordic aliens living on Earth. Right. Um, and it said that they discovered Earth around 225,000 BC. 
And they've just been like watching. And they're just like f- overseeing everything, just making sure. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the know. Space Brothers, man. Mm. Where have they been? Yeah, where have yeah, <laughs> you? Probably because they look so human. You've probably seen so many of them. Yeah, they but they a, lost. They they dropped the ball. <laughs> they haven't helped enough. They've not helped enough. Well, they're no. silent watchers. They don't want to get too involved. They just yeah. Uh, but anyway, well, I've got a good what about eye. World War One and Two and all the other wars and all like the wars terrorist attacks. <laughs> they're not doing their job well enough. Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, car accident. Well, he's a reptilian, isn't he? Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> he can't be a reptilian. He's not good enough. <laughs> Smart enough. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's um, like a Satsuma. Then they say, they say Hillary Clinton's a reptilian. Really? Yeah, what class is... What, so it's just you if you're in power, if you're in a position of power? But, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm, that's, reptilian elite is another episode because there's two. That's too <laughs> much of a rabbit hole. Okay. I was going to do it in this one, but it's too much. But I have got a good eyewitness account of a Nordic, someone seeing a Nordic alien. Um, if it's anything like uh, No, this is, this is um, a well-respected account. This is one of the most like famous alien accounts. Uh, it's by an English woman. It's quite I, old. I like the sound of the Nordics. I thought cool. you'd like the Nordics. They sound really cool. I don't like that they all look like us, though. That's a bit boring. <laughs> if I want an alien to be around, I want it In to all look honesty, not though, like me. Like aliens, I think... If they're going to be real, well, they are, they are real. But if they're going to be here amongst us, they're going to be something that we can't even comprehend as an alien, like like a mushroom, <laughs> or you know something so crazy. Right, okay, you ready for this one? Yeah. One ordinary day, I was waiting for my husband to come home from work, and my two sons went to cipher to school, and I was getting changed, and. I heard this terrific noise. It was just like a giant cauldron of water being poured onto a, a fire. A shh sort of noise, you know. And my first reaction was, oh, the children. I thought maybe a plane was crashing or something like that. And I uh, slipped my jumper on and went outside to find my two sons lying flat on the ground in a garden in front of the house, shouting, Mummy, Mummy, there's a flying saucer. Well, naturally, I just like come on don't be stupid come in the house but felt sort of a strange sensation uh went my way up the side of the house to where we had a pump where we used to get all our water from and um automatically looked up to see this all i can describe this huge mexican hat it was stationary this thing and it was bright silver in color and it had a dome, a dome. It was tilted to sort of, I could see the occupants in it. You saw people in it? I saw people in it. There were two people in there. Um, these people were beautiful people. That's the only way I can des- describe them. Um, they had long golden hair, like a page boy bob, just like the old kings. You used to see photographs of the old kings. And the, the colour of the hair was golden. Now, I was really... What I were they dressed in? They, they had a sort of a pole neck jumper affair, like a ski t- top suit, in, in pale blue. Now, these people weren't sat behind, one behind the other. They were sat together, but this, whatever it was, was tilted so that I could see them 
and they could see me. Were you looking at them through windows, through portholes? Um, no, not portholes. It was just sort of the... like a cockpit, I suppose, that had this perspective or glass or whatever it was. They could see me anyway, and I could see them. And um, they were... Uh, they had beautiful faces. I shall never forget their faces as long as I live. Their foreheads seemed to be a, a bit larger than, you know, the, the bottom of their faces, as, as normal people you would expect to see. But um, maybe this was, was just the, whatever they had around their heads, which was like a transparent fishbowl. And they just looked, and I was absolutely paralytic with fear. I couldn't move, although my mind was ticking over. And they looked so sympathetic that I was just mesmerized for what seemed to be, oh, ages, but it could have only been seconds. And I turned to sort of look down at the boys, was unaware that they were with me because I was so absorbed. And the next thing, I looked up and it was gone. How low had it been? It had been the, the height, I couldn't tell you. But the house that you've seen, it was just on top of the roof. It was hovering on top of the, the roof. How big was it compared with the size compared, of the house? It, it, it swallowed the, the whole circumference of, of the roof. I couldn't see. The roof was completely blotted out. The chimneys I couldn't see. All I could see was this massive uh, object that I described as a, like a Mexican's hat, a Mexican hat without the bottles. And then it flew away sideways or upwards? No, I, I didn't see. I just looked up and it had gone. But I assume it went straight up, because for a short while after in the sky, I looked around and I said to my two boys, well, can you see anything? Can you see anything? And they said, there it is, Mum. And they pointed up and I watched it. It was just like a little cotton meal in the sky. And it circled us three times. It went round three times and then it just shut off. And that was it. When I started to analyse my, myself afterwards, I feared that I might have had a and hallucination, but then I knew I, I hadn't had because my sons were so sure about what they'd seen and what I'd seen, and I went, it went through my mind that it was a secret uh, weapon from Russia, and then I thought, well, it can't be that, because if they had something like that, they wouldn't need to fear anybody or anything. Were you but, scared by it? Did you run indoors? Oh, I was petrified. I couldn't move. I couldn't move a muscle. I was paralyzed with fear. But um, now I wouldn't be, because now, when I look back, you know, I think, what, what, what an amazing thing to have happened, and for me to have seen it. And when your husband came home, where were you? Well, when my husband came home from the office, I was locked in the house with my children, under a big kitchen table that we were using. Under the table? Under the table, yes. It's funny now, when I look back, you know, it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but... This is the truth. This happened. And that's it. We were ridiculed. It was very embarrassing at the time. And people, they, they possibly thought, oh, she's a nutter. But, you know, who cares? It, this is something that's happened to me. And I'm a practically minded person. And that's it. Hmm. What do you think to that, Tiss? Hmm, very interesting. Do you believe her? Yeah. She seems believable, right? That's why a lot of people go back to this. She has no real ulterior motive. 
she's she's basically saying what she saw and she doesn't come to any conclusions which could be like an axe to grind it's literally mm-hmm. just that's the information I've done my job. I've given everyone the information they can make their own minds up. I think that's why this um, account is so renowned because it seems so believable. She says it so matter-of-factly. and People who would ever lie about it would be trying to make their own assertions as mm-hmm. part of it. Whereas she doesn't really make any assertions about it. She's just like, that's it. What do you think, Beef? What do you think? I don't know. Did you like the guy, the interviewer's face when it zoomed out? And he was like, nodding like, yeah. yeah. You're mental. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I believe her or not. I think there are elements of the way she was telling the story and things that she was saying that you could question a lot of a lot of it. Um, but she it was, more, it was more believable than a lot of stuff I've heard. Than them videos we watched. More, <laughs> Yeah, much more so. But I could draw you a picture now and it would be more believable than that. But... Yeah, I, I mean, I I believe her in the sense that she's got nothing to get out of it, mm-hmm. only that she's gonna look like a right idiot. But she said that, didn't she? She said, she said like I've been ridiculed. Idiot, yeah, but yeah. I know what I saw. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I know what I saw. I just, um, I don't know. I feel like um, the reason I don't believe it, I like a hundred percent, is probably because I I don't I can imagine me telling the story, and I don't because I do it differently. I'd approach it differently. Mm-hmm. And it felt as if when he was asking the question, she had to really think about what she saw. If I saw something like that, I'd be able to tell you exact every single specific. But then I don't know, maybe but not. Then she, she was, was scared. Answering. She he said like he did. Yeah, she did. What, answer, what was it like? It was and bit... he, she was like, well, it was like a cockpit. Like she didn't really hesitate. She sort of knew the imagery yeah. in her head. I don't know. I, I think it's yeah. I don't know. Before I press on, do you believe in aliens? I think. Anyone would be, and and everyone would be naive to say they don't exist. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I believe in them. I don't. I don't believe. You don't believe they've been here. I believe that the universe is way too big uh-huh. for people to just say they don't exist. Okay. Like that, it's crazier to not believe in them because of how ridiculously massive are. Just the solar system itself is, mm-hmm. let alone the whole universe. Like there must be something, but that doesn't mean I believe it. I don't, and I don't know why they would come here. What are you, Tess? Yeah, I believe. Well, aliens do exist. Yeah. Are oh, you just saying categorically they exist? <laughs> but like, yeah, doesn't for me it still doesn't prove the existence of aliens amongst us. So you guys, you've never seen anything that you thought might be an alien or a flying saucer? No, a lot of the videos and. Okay, I've got a question. Yeah. All the videos, or most of them, are okay. in America. All right, okay. They're in America. Why would you never... You haven't seen the video from, like, Thailand? or like... I've seen some from Mexico. Mm, it's basically America. Um. Well, I just wanted to ask... I'm going to get back into that later. Basically, I've got three sections of this show. Alien types, alien things, and then real talk. And the real talk is that's what we're going to come back to, all the stuff you've been saying there. Okay, cool. And... Like, really, that is my basics of, like, alien types. These are the three main types, and this is what they look like, and this is what they're trying to do. And there's an eyewitness account. Um, so this is just, like, a little intro. Um, so I thought we'd get into some, like, things that are, like, renowned that aliens do. Now, two of these... Su- I've got three subjects in this. Two of them I've got videos for. Mm-hmm. One of them I haven't. So we'll do one video, one about them, one with video. I'm going to cover a couple of, like, um, topics that... Um, we're not going to get too deep into something like Area 51. 
uh-huh. is too big a topic for yeah. me to just like throw out there on the side. But these are sort of things that are quite interesting uh, that we could just cover quickly in this episode. And you've probably heard of all these things. So number one, this is going back to the alien scientist sort of thing. You guys know about cattle mutilations. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like vaguely. Right? Yeah. Well, um, I was going to talk about them, but I found a video which does a pretty good job of talking about them and their possible links to extraterrestrials. Uh, it's about four minutes long. So I'll play this video to, to sort of show you about cattle mutilations a little bit. Cool. They're very interested in the bovine hearts. They obviously love cows or hate cows. Maybe they're trying to research the um, how the triple stomach works. Is it triple stomach? Quadruple. Is it four stomachs? Yeah. Can I just say before this actually as well that uh, mushrooms grow in cattle dung. Something to think about. Aliens. Anything Aliens grows cattle. in cattle dung. Doesn't Anything grows in cattle dung. It does. He's worked this land his whole life. Yeah, down over here is where we found the mutilation last year. But there are things here. Rancher Mike Duran. I spotted her down. Before we carry on, uh, there might be some imagery in this where you're like, oh, you might want to look away a bit. Mm. Okay. I hear it right down into the river down here. Simply can't explain. I noticed the teats, the udders were gone. His prized cow not just killed, but carved up. Then I look at the vaginal area and I noticed that that was cut out also. It's like a laser cut. With surgical precision, but not with a knife. This, it looks like when they cut it, it also cauterizes at the same time. The way no predator would. First thing that comes to mind is they're back. It was his second cow killed. The first thing. There's no blood. There's no. There were no tracks. No witnesses at all. No explanation. Some people say, "Well, it's a cult," but even if it was a cult, we would find tracks or something. Except one he can't rule out. One that is out of this world. I believe there are aliens. You know, people may laugh at me for thinking that. In this lonely pasture, they claim that uh, the UFO beams this animal up. Mike Duran says we're not alone. They do what they have to, then they bring them back and they drop them back in the field. And that's why there are no tracks. And he's not alone. Alien investigator Chuck Zukowski has been to five cattle mutilations in the last year. The, the sexual organs are removed, an eye is removed, uh, a tongue is removed. The reserved El Paso County Sheriff's deputy trying to crack the case. In my opinion... This is probably one of the best cold cases we have. How so many cows in so many places have met the same fate. The pattern has just been surgical cuts. There's no bite marks, there's no scratch marks, there's no carnage on the ground. Clean, 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 as if it was under surgery. It's been going on since 67 and no one's been caught. He says the evidence rules out an accident, a coyote or another predator. And it was almost as if the animal you know, had, was taken to a separate place and killed surgically manipulated and then brought back. So far, all my evidence points to complete unknown. Leaving two possibilities. An elaborate human prank. 60-40 leaning more towards alien. Or something not human at all. I found one of the most significant, what I consider, uh, you know, a smoking gun. The Aaron cow mutilation last December in the San Luis Valley. I am really getting, it's really tanging here. Zukowski says he found a powerful electromagnetic field coming from the cow's carved-out head. Out of the four other cases, I've never seen this before. He caught it on tape. What if the animal 
at one point of his life when there was some type of a probe inserted. Like someone wanted the cows to study them. In a lot of cases where people have seen lights in the sky, they've seen craft. It would explain some of the common patterns. Now my theory is, is the open face wound, I think there was an implant in there. But the Colorado Department of Agriculture... Well, those stories make great fiction. But it really comes down to, to facts. They say it's time to use some common sense. Post-mortem changes on an animal happen very, very fast. Predators coming in, and they can be kind of stealth sometimes, and they can come in, they can lick up that blood. Uh, insects or uh, other part of the decomposing process will digest body fluids. And that might explain the lack of blood in the missing parts. It's possible people could be involved. And there's the biggest question of all, why? We don't know how an alien thinks. And if anybody says, I know exactly how, why an alien's doing it, they're wrong. Why Mike Duran? Why you? I don't know. <laughs> I wish it wasn't me. Why would aliens come to Colorado? Why haven't police ever made an arrest? They can't explain it. They really don't know. Nine-year-old Mikey Duran looks forward every night. At night I see, like, bright stars with a weird, clear thing around it. But what's happened here, Mike Duran just can't explain. The universe is so big that uh, I don't think mankind knows what's out there. He's watching his cows, thinking still that someone, something, may be watching him. Um, so that was a little video about the cattle mutilations. Mm. What do you think about that, guys? Um, there's too many, too many questions in there. Well, there's too many questions to everything. Yeah, aliens. but it's too. Um, it's an interesting thing, but it's it's also. Why? Why would? Why would anyone do that? Alien or not? Um, if people were going to do it, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe they'd be on the right lines. I don't know what you think, what you guys think, but they'd be on the right lights to think it was some kind of cult. Yeah, that a lot wouldn't of be a... like satanic stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, don't they, don't, oh no, it's goats, isn't it? That like, <laughs> I'm thinking oh, of yeah, like classic goats. satanists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sacrificing um, goats and stuff. But it's not, it's not impossible. And it's not impossible that someone who was a part of a cult could get hold of the equipment they needed to mm. leave it untraceable. But the way... I mean, that video didn't actually show um, the best examples of, like, sometimes when they're cut, it really does just look like a laser's cut and cauterized the skin, and then yeah. that section has been removed. Um, and I do find that very strange. I I find it hard to believe that it's aliens in, in responsible for the cattle mutilations, but I, when you see some of the pictures that are quite graphic, yeah, obviously, um, it is strange. Like, how does something do some of the things? Like, I've heard scientific reports where they're just like, some of the stuff that doesn't look like it's possible is completely possible from like scavengers and insects and stuff. Hmm. Um, a bit like that guy was saying there, but taken even to a further degree. Because a lot of the time, it's the tongue, it's the eyes. Sometimes I've seen the whole cheeks missing, just like cut around, and they've taken the whole of the cheek. Hmm. I don't know why they would do that. But then I don't know why a lot of people do a lot of things. Like, we've just been discussing about serial killers. I don't know why people would do the, no. what they do. Exactly. If someone's going to do some of the stuff that you talked about in that episode, everyone's someone's going to cut up a cat. Everyone's got their foibles. Everyone's yeah. got stuff. What do you think, Tish? You haven't said anything. Yeah, it's just 
know. Just another thing. It's interesting. This is, <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, the, the topics I've chosen for this little section are like things that I don't think we would go into in much more detail on other shows. So yeah. I'm like, well, let's just talk about it for five minutes on this one together. So many slurps that you've got to edit out. <laughs> Tiss is having a cup of tea, if any of these slurps make it into the final cup. Um, are there any other alien things that are very renowned in terms of like the experimentation? Probing. Anal probing. Anal probing. Anal probing. Yeah, I've got that at topic number two. <laughs> I haven't got a video for this it's one. It's very apt that it's, it's subject number two. Yeah, haha. The thing with anal probing is if you type it in to YouTube or anything, you just get a lot of like um, comedy stuff come up, people joking around. Mm. I just wanted to find out like, but why? But why do people think that aliens put what, things at your bum? One thing, and I don't know what video you've got. I haven't got a video. For Are you, okay. In that case, every video I've seen, if anyone put their finger at my bum... I would remember every single detail. It would be so... I mean, obviously, unless they, like, drugged me first. But if I was awake for it... Unless they drugged you first. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I am going somewhere with this, I promise. Right, okay. That's not what they say to me when they probe me. <laughs> Sorry. If, um... If anyone... I knew it was going to get silly when this subject came <laughs> yeah. up. I was like, right, I don't want to up the front because it's going to make them all like... No, you got the rear. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 right, right. Okay, no, I honestly am. But the people who um, you see on the videos, every video I've seen, it's so vague. And it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, they came. It was like, I don't really know what time it was. And they they went, they went didn't really tell me anything. They just told me they needed information and they needed to... Like, I was like, well, no, there'd be a specific... Well, they wouldn't tell you anything, but they don't seem to really... When they, whenever they've been interviewed, they don't seem to be very cohesive, like I am now. But why Why up the bum? Well, yeah, exactly. This is what I was trying to find out. I well, found... where else would they... Well, I and found what, is, the, what um... is up your bum that's so important? Well, this is what I'm going to get to. I found something that was quite interesting. Um, okay. On a forum, um, <laughs> unexplained mis- unexplainedmysteries.com forum. But I found a very... I can't in- understand why it would be any probing. Go on then. Well, in your colon, your colon collects all the stuff that you've been eating and all the stuff that you consume. So surely taking a sample of that could give the aliens a better understanding of yeah, our dietary requirements. I, my, my, um, how, we, how we do what we do. My understanding of aliens. If they're here at all, mm-hmm. their technology's got to be better than ours. Right. Because they've made it here. They've got here somehow. We haven't got anywhere. So if they've got better technology, surely they'd be able to like scan your brain or not necessarily do though. something. The technology could just be different. It's like saying that plants have better technology than us, or we have better because technology than plants, eat. but it's just different. Just different needs, okay. different toads, different times. Well, let me read you this because this is an, an opinion and idea I hadn't even considered for vanal probing, and it's quite interesting. Okay. Uh, it gets a little bit crass though. Obviously, it's okay. about anus. Yeah. Um, so I'm reading. A-line. I'm reading this from a forum. Um, the guy who wrote it is a his username is Mike Mike in NV <laughs> or Mike Anusets. <laughs> oh, I knew I was going to struggle to get through this because <laughs> it's about bombs. <laughs> okay, let's see if I can shed a little light on the subject, guys. Uh, Although extraterrestrials appear to be hundreds or thousands of years more technologically advanced than us, I believe the reasons we do what we do may be very similar. If we remove the alien conspiracy to take over the world theory, 
and look at more down-to-earth explanation for their actions, I think their motives may start to become clear. Tagging is something that a man does to lower life forms to learn habits, roaming ranges, lifespans, etc. It, ha it helps us find those animals we were studying or observing. I think we can all agree on this. Now, women have described having their eggs taken, but what good are eggs if you can't fertilize them? Now, anyone who's ever milked a prize bull may see, see a lot of similarities in extraterrestrials using an anal probe to collect what he needs from a man. Hmm. But we do it to lower life forms. But why? There is also something else man does. When we believe a species to be on the brink of extinction, we will cultivate and even relocate that species to another area in order to preserve the species. If extraterrestrials uh, do not want man to remember his origin for fear he'll repeat his own extinction, you wouldn't want to transplant anything other than what you have grown in a test tube. This would ensure a fresh start and a purer race of animal. So basically, up the bum... It's your prostate, isn't it? It's the most effective way to get that done. They're trying to get that for the eggs they've taken. Yeah, okay. Had never considered that, had you? So it's like, so I guess, yeah, so in much the same way that we look after animals and plants, mm. or like try, some of us try hard, yeah, you, you do it to try and preserve, for some reason, like, it doesn't matter whether you eat meat or not, when it comes to animals becoming extinct, you're like, oh, no, 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 we need to try yeah. and do that. So, okay, so he's saying that affected aliens then... Or alien life forms would be seeing us as like a um, an inferior species that there needs observing and looking after. I get that. I don't remember any um, any of the interviews I've seen, and like, let's be honest, I haven't seen any for a few years. But I don't remember it being like that. They mentioned that they ejaculated, or I, I don't know. I don't remember that being a part of their story. Do you? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they'd remember. I don't know if they they probably blot it out in there. I suppose. Yeah. Tis, what are, what are your thoughts? What is that theory? Just another just another point of view for the anal probing thing. Straight away, my thing was like we're like the human race is like the panda, and they're taking all the stuff. They're they're like preserving our race mm. because they know that eventually we're just gonna fucking yeah. That's it. We're gonna ki we're killing ourselves. We're gonna kill ourselves. Yeah, yeah. they're relocating us. Mm. So that's we're like we're like the male panda who doesn't want to have sex. Yeah, and they're just like, right, we're gonna fucking sort this out <laughs> and let that male panda. Well, so are you? So you saying that they would wait until we're like almost becoming extinct, and then they would just come along and be like, right, come on, guys, get on the. Well, so no, so maybe they think we're already going extinct. They're somewhere taking else it in the universe. Out. Yeah, yeah, they've just fucking left us. See you later. Oh, okay, so right, so we're oh, okay. So the theory is then there's two theories really from the way I see it. One that. They come to our planet, um, carry out a number of experiments over a number of decades, over the last like, 40, 50 years, mm. uh, and now they're like, nah, this is a We're a lost time, cause. Mate. We're a lost cause. It's leaving to it. We can't do anything here. Mm. Or they, they wait for a time where they can intervene and where it can be effective. That's probably but the most in, sensible thing I've heard. Them intervening our thing would be more hassle than just starting fresh. Because mm. we're dangerous. If they start intervening and we start killing them, then that's more effort than it was worth when they could just take us somewhere else, start again fresh, and leave us to sort of kill ourselves. It's certainly a fresh... It's a really refreshing um, like way of looking at it. <laughs> refreshing it's a really fresh... <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice, it's a really nice <laughs> feeling the to bump. know that we are fucked. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, um, it's a refreshing theory because all we ever hear is... Um, Aliens are here to kill us. They're yeah. here to dominate and like overpower us. It's like, well, could you not? Could it not be that there are aliens out there, but they're discovering fire? 
I've got some really interesting insights to that stuff. And I'm just going to show you one more video and then we'll move on to like the sort of oh, okay. meat discussion sort of section. So this is just one more thing. You guys know about crop circles? Yeah. Yep. yep this is just a video, a five minute video about crop circles and then we'll get on. I thought I'd show you videos rather than get into it. This can sum it all up within like five minutes. Um, and I wanted to get through like cattle mutilations the crop circles, the anal probing stuff. Get I've out of seen the way. quite a bit on crop circles, actually. So well, this is quite actually quite an interesting video. So we should um, make a recommendation here. Uh, you need to watch the uh, Mel Gibson epic signs. I think is that. Yeah. Is that got? That's got. Yeah. Go. Signs is good. It's a terrible thing. I don't mind it. I like signs. It's all right. Really? Yeah, it's Black all right. Phoenix. One extraordinary phenomenon continues to astonish and inspire me. The appearance throughout the world of so-called crop circles. These elaborate designs appear mysteriously swirled into crops of grain in such a way that the stalks are bent over yet remain alive. More than 5,000 of these patterns have appeared in over 30 countries, most of them in England. The media has led many people, including me at first, to write these crop patterns off as hoaxes, the nighttime work of a few pranksters. Of course, there have been faked versions, but those made by human hands are crude <laughs> compared to the vast majority of these elegant creations. Could hoaxers have created all 5,000 of these patterns? Could a few people with ropes and boards have created something as complex and beautiful as this one? made in the dead of night in a driving rain and leaving no footprints in the soil? The electromagnetic field over the area where the crop's been laid down to create the image is often electrostatically charged. Some of these areas are littered with strange magnetic particles. One of the most amazing crop designs is not a circle, but a rectangle that seems to be a direct response to a message sent out into space in 1974. The message was a radio signal depicting our planet's location in our solar system and Earth's people in hopes that it might be received and interpreted by an extraterrestrial intelligence. 27 years later, in 2001, this crop design appeared in England, along with what could be a self-portrait of the sender. This message matches the format of the NASA signal and describes a different solar system from ours. A picture of the sender, non-human DNA, and a microwave antenna they apparently used to communicate, rather than the radio antenna that we used. The antenna symbol had appeared a year earlier in exactly the same field, right next to a working radio wave antenna like the one NASA used to send out the original signal. NASA continues to officially deny extraterrestrial contact of any kind. And yet year after year, these spectacular creations appear. So what might these remarkable designs mean? When I saw the coherence between the crop circles and the ancient encodings, I thought regardless of whoever created them and wherever they're from, there must be an important purpose to these designs. They're so coherent. I've come to believe that the pattern of the torus and the vector equilibrium, especially in the form of the 64 tetrahedron crystal, is showing us how energy works in the universe so that we can learn to align with it. 
I believe that they're giving us a model for accessing energy in a clean, safe, and limitless way, and a new means of propulsion. What more important message could there be to get to us, and especially now, from their perspective, as we're beginning to extend our careless reach beyond our planet? So what do you think about crop circles, guys? Interesting. I thought that was quite interesting. That uh, was... Um... Yeah, sorry, Carol. I saw um, a lot of stuff on crop circles from uh, Rupert Sheldrake. He right. did like an experiment with the Guardian once uh, years ago, where they offered a cash prize. Mm-hmm. Did a crop, crop circle competition. Okay. Oh. On an, on like a it was all at the same time of night where it would usually be done, and basically your team had to do the best crop circle mm-hmm. you could in the time, and like he said. Like loads of people turned up to do it, and uh, I think there was like the winners were like two guys with with boards and stuff. But like, even though what they'd done was really good, it it was nowhere near as no, it's just nowhere near as complex as what, the other stuff. That's what makes it so strange. You look at some of them designs, and it's not possible. Yeah, it's crazy because they were they were basically looking uh, to try and recreate realistically the fact that you. The fact that they do come and go without being seen, mm. it's got to be not that many people, it's got to be done quickly. And there's never easily. like footprints and stuff leading to it. One no. guy turned up on his own and did it mm-hmm. with just a stepladder and a, a wooden board mm. and stuff like that. But yeah, I think the conclusion basically was that... It's very mysterious. I, I you mean... can't account for... And on the same night, sorry, loads of crop circles happened across the UK ah. in other places like amazing ones and like it just said like you can't account for all these crazy ones happening that not you know all the time it's something i'd never really looked into crop circles i was for uh, i don't know what it is for pranksters mm. and then when i started looking into it and seeing some of the designs that come out like the ones that are in that video and i will put the video on the blog it's it's perfect it's a perfect symmetrical perfect circles it it looks like, like, people say it's aliens. I don't think it's an alien craft coming down and printing like people say. It's almost like a pattern has been, like, sent through space, like, bam, hmm. and, like, imprinted on us. It's like someone's got a big rubber stamp and stamped it on the field hmm. to try and send a message. Like, they don't have the technology to get to us. They're trying to send us a message in some way. Yeah, by you manipulating me. I think, if you look very Yeah, I think they're, um, they're much more intricate than some of the ones I've seen before. Hmm. I don't think it's... Like impossible that someone would be able to recreate it, even though they are so intricate. I don't think it's impossible at all. I think I think it could be done. I'm not saying it wouldn't be really, like obviously, really, really hard. Mm. But yeah, I mean, let's be honest. It, it is possible that someone could have done that, and yeah. um, and that. But I don't think you could do it silently, like sneak in, do it, sneak out. I think, because a lot of it is like the farmer comes out in the morning and is like, I have no idea how this happened. Mm. But for a human to do it, I, don't, I think it would have to be like a big operation. I don't think you could yeah. sneak in with your mates and get it that perfect. No, and at night time, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he said some of them were in like the driving rain and people come down in the morning and it's like this perfect man. Mm. But then, I don't know, would, would people get in trouble? Like if they'd have done that to someone's crops? No they idea. Wouldn't that... he, he said they didn't kill the crops, they just bent in a way in which they can still grow. Hmm. Yeah, I, I find it fascinating, hmm. um, and I'm not saying it's not aliens at all, but I'm I'm not. So you're saying it's aliens? No, I'm <laughs> I'm saying we shouldn't rule out that it's 
that it could still be humans. Um, I think it's still plausible, but it's obviously still amazing. A couple of them, I didn't, I didn't realise how actually that a lot of them were in England. Yeah, I, I didn't most know that. were in America. Yeah, same. We never hear about that really on the news over no, here. No, they mention it. England's actually very popular for crop cycling. Yeah, that's what you were saying on the video. Yeah, said it's, it's... I didn't know that at all. Right, so basically, what I've done is I've gone over and we've shown some videos and we've looked at some types of aliens and some, you know, renowned things involving aliens. But I thought we could have like a little discussion. I was going to chuck some points at you. Um, so mm. I already said I already asked you my first question earlier, which was like, do you believe in aliens? Do you think they're there? Whatever. Mm. But um, why do you think they would or wouldn't try and contact us? Why do you think they try and contact us or why do you think they wouldn't try and contact us? Um, well, it's kind of like I said earlier, I don't... Everyone seems hell-bent on this idea that they would be trying to overpower us and demolish us because we're this inferior species. I mean, like I said earlier, they could just be like discovering fire. They could be... They could be these, like, just like a species, like, like you know, um, just like an amoeba or something. They could be species like that, that are aliens. And I definitely think there's, if there's not anything, you know, intelligent out there, there's got to be something. Yeah. And even if it's just bacteria, it's still mm. life. Do you know, some people will think there's life on Venus. Right. Even though it's so close to us, but it's, it's bacterial but doesn't even live on the surface, just the clouds above Venus are very hospitable right. in living conditions. And they say it's very likely that like, there could be like living bacteria living amongst the cloud above Venus. Okay, that's interesting. Do you think it's more likely that there's primitive life out there? Yeah, I think so. I think um, not even animals or not even what I suppose we would call plants, but there must be, yeah, there must be stuff on pretty much every planet that's mm. bacteria or like single-celled organisms or some some kind of functioning life form mm-hmm. um whether or not there's alien intellectual life forms in buildings with jobs and cars and big spaceships trying to take over the universe is another question isn't I mean it? it's it's hard to comprehend anything you always go to stuff that's similar to ourselves don't you like well what are their cars What's their version of <laughs> yeah, like going yeah. to school? What's their version of talking? It's mm. like you, it's hard to get your head outside the idea that it's none of that. But we're the only animal that we know of that thinks like that. So the likelihood of them thinking like us is less likely. Likelihood perfect. of them thinking like animals. That's the perfect introduction to um, another video I want to play. Uh, there's a lot of videos in this episode, but there's a lot of information that I get across, and there's lots of people that can say it better than me. And one man who can definitely say it better than me is someone called uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Are you familiar with this man? Nope. I've heard his name. He's a very well-respected astrophysicist and cosmologist. Really interesting guy. I was listening and searching a lot of his talks, interviews yesterday, saying it a little bit like how he kept going back to Terence McKenna for the psychedelic stuff. Mm. This was my guy for looking at the universe stuff. Um... I watched loads of stuff yesterday, but basically I've chosen just one quick uh, three, minute, three, three and a half minute video from him. Right. I'm giving a little talk, basically about like, who are we to say that we're intelligent mm. when we talk about intelligent life forms? Play this. And so, here we are saying, let's search for life in the universe. 
intelligent life like us. Well, who are we to say that we're intelligent? I mean, I pose that not as a joke question, but as a very serious question. We define ourselves to be intelligent in ways that no other creature can rival. Okay, now what do we credit that intelligence to? So you look at the genome, and let's take the chimp. I guess that's a really close relative of ours. And we have, what is it, 90, high 90s percent identical, indistinguishable DNA. And the chimp does not build the Hubble telescope, and the chimp does not compose symphonies. So we must then declare that everything we say about us that is intelligent is found in that one and a half percent difference in DNA. Is that first, is that a fair statement to make? Okay. Let me invert that question. If the genetic difference between humans and chimps is that small, maybe the difference in our intelligence is also that small. Maybe the difference between stacking boxes and reaching a banana, putting up an umbrella when it rains, whatever are these rudimentary things a chimp does that the primatologists roll them forward and boast about, which of course our toddlers can do, maybe the difference between that and the Hubble telescope is as small as that difference in DNA. Because I pose the question, suppose there was another life form on Earth or elsewhere, that in that same sort of vector, that one and a half percent difference we are to chimps, suppose they were one and a half percent different from us. They would then roll the smartest of us in front of their hum humatologists and say, to Hawking, there's Hawking, oh, this one is slightly smarter than the rest of them because he can do astrophysics calculations in his head. <laughs> like little Timmy over here. So I wonder if we're just blithering idiots in the presence of even a trivially smarter species than us. So therefore, who are we to even assert that, number one, we are intelligent and we're looking for others at least as intelligent as us out there to talk to? By the way, is there any other species on Earth that we can talk to? Can, can we have a conversation with a chimp that has nearly identical DNA and I don't think we can actually... Say, hey, what movie do you want to see tonight? But you don't have that conversation with a chimp. Yet somehow we believe, we want to believe, that an alien on another planet that's not even based on DNA, and even if it is, it's not nothing like us, that we could communicate with it. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, surely you've walked past a worm that had just crawled out of the earth, and when you did so, you weren't saying to yourself, gee, I wonder what that worm is thinking. You, didn't, you just simply didn't care. You're so far beyond the, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm imagining you simply really don't care what the worm is thinking. And the worm, conversely, has no clue that you consider yourself intelligent. You're just this thing that went by. So can you imagine a species that has such high intelligence that the prospect of communicating with us is simply of no interest to them? Yeah, I can. Yeah. And they go by and we, they're, Intelligence is on such a level that we can't even recognize it yes. as intelligence. Yes. He's wrong. Oh, here we go. Before we've even said anything, Beefs, he's, he's wrong. He's wrong. Go on, then. I always think that question when I see a worm. When I see a worm, I always think... <laughs> what's it thinking? <laughs> I always think, what's it thinking? I always think, is it thinking? Mm. And if it's thinking, why... How are we... Is it looking at me and in worm language thinking... Oh, there's but do, a... you, do you try and talk to it? <laughs> Uh, no, not really. No. 
So it's possible an alien could see us and think, I wonder what that thing is thinking, but just bypass. I found what he was saying really interesting. It's a good point. Mm -hmm. But I found it equally pedantic. Right. Um, In the sense that I was saying earlier that we we make this assumption. I, I like what he was saying, that we think we're intelligent species, but... Well, the reason we think we're intelligent is because we've got nothing to compare it to. Right. Exactly, yeah. If we could... And I, I genuinely believe that in our lifetimes, scientists will find, figure out a way of truly understanding animal language and the way that animals communicate naturally. Because there are a bit, there are clues and you only have to watch any channel, like you watch Discovery Channel or something, you find out general ideas and we have a general idea of what animals are doing when they're communicating to each other but we don't truly understand like i think that that will become clearer for our lifetime but we we think we're intelligent because we've got nothing to compare it to mm. but my my thing is well, like why who are we to even say that they are more intelligent we make this assumption that aliens would be more intelligent than us well why if they're not they might not be Exactly, but he was kind of so that was that was my point. I, I found it he, very I interesting. Think he, was he was just was saying like... um, we 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 presume like if there's aliens out there. I think kind of he is saying also agreeing with you in a roundabout way in in a, in a certain point because he's saying, okay, so if they are more intelligent than us, then surely they'd be trying to contact us, right? So they must be more stupid. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. they might think we're so worthless that mm. it's not even worth trying to talk to us it's like us trying to sit and talk to a worm it was a good point I liked what yeah. he said that yeah I wouldn't necessarily but then I don't try and communicate with the worm because if I had a tool that meant I could communicate I would do that all the maybe time maybe that's what they're back at home developing that'd be amazing yeah. what did you think Tess? interesting uh, yeah no I really agreed with it yeah I think he's really I've listened to, I would definitely like Tiss said with the Terence McKenna stuff if you want to listen to more uh, for that topic, I would say if you want to listen to more ideas um, about like the cosmos and stuff, he's got uh, this Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's got some really interesting talks and lectures and stuff and interviews, and it's really worth um, searching out some more of his stuff because he has got some really interesting ideas and he's a good talker. He lays some humor into it, and it's mm. you know he's, he's a good person to listen to. He's got some interesting, and he's got a lot of stuff out there as well. Yeah, it was um, it was it was really interesting. Yes, but I I, I would love that. I'd love there to be some kind of like technology that existed that meant because let's be honest if you had something like that you could hold in your hand mm -hmm. that you could go to stray cat yes and for her to like meow into this device or something and for you to understand what she was doing <laughs> or like right. for you to be able to talk like if you could use it somehow to talk into it to convey something to her yeah like you would, wasn't you? Yeah, Everyone I'd love to do, do it, it for dogs. I feel like dogs never have much on their brain other than just like, I'm Poochie the Rockin' Dog. Ruff, <laughs> Ruff, I'm Poochie the Rockin' Dog. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if we were to, if you like, the, it, there's always the uh, the idea that it would be disappointing, and you could just go to your your pet, and, and your pet's just like, I want food. Yeah, mm. I've hated you, and I've always hated you. Now give me the food. Because really, when you when when you think about humans. We come down to eating, sleeping, shagging. Yeah. I'd go like further than that as well and say, like... Uh, Please go further who, than that. Who are we to say we're more intelligent than anything? Like, well, than animals as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Hmm? Like, it's a different kind of intelligence, Where does our intelligence it? really get us? Because if the aim of the game of life is survival, mm -hmm. 
cockroaches have survived for millions of years. Yeah, okay. Mm. Like, and is, they is the ability... Any of this. I feel like humans aren't intelligent, we're just procrastinators. We <laughs> we have found yeah. things... We, we create things that we're like, look at this, we fucking created this. And you're like, well, what does it do? Mm. Well, it just keeps us occupied. Well, maybe dogs are so intelligent, they don't need this preoccupation. You know, they don't need this extra thing. They can just live without... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could I wouldn't you, use could dogs you... as an example, though, because no, they're so stupid. No, they are. They're the best. They're the best. They <laughs> yeah, because are... they're so simple. Dogs exactly. Are dogs are stupid, But if man. the aim of life is to be happy, then dogs are winning. Oh, yeah. They're the happiest Hands down. I think... Um, no, I, I agree, but I think... Could, I, could I was... you live in someone's house and be content at just walking around a garden, shitting and eating? <laughs> if they fed me... Exactly. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> would you be content? You'd be like, nah, I want this, I want that. Humans are broken. Well, how do you know That's that? How do you know that dogs wouldn't want more? How we're do you know that... so intelligent we need more to occupy put our it, Put it this way. If because you've got when a do you puppy, see a dog wake up and just go, you... oh, I don't fancy being a dog today? Yeah, but they don't know anything else, do they? Dogs don't exactly. know anything else. If you, and that's the if perfection you take... of it. Yeah, but if you take, if you go around someone's house and they like selling puppies, and these puppies are like a week old, they were born a week, they were in oh, someone's house one. from now, mm-hmm. and then you take it home... A dog, it doesn't know anything else. It relies on you as much as a baby would rely on you to feed it, to clo- like make sure it's clean. Yeah, but who's happier? I'm not saying it's happier. I'm just like, anyway, coming back to your point about intelligence, because <laughs> this yeah. is going to go down a different tangent, and I'll forget what I'm going to say. I agree with you. I think, but I think it's different types of intelligence. When I, I was watching, um, it was probably like Planet Earth or some kind of. It wasn't, but it was a like nature documentary on Discovery Channel. And they were looking at how different animal species make different um, habitats for themselves, how they make different shelters, what animals do to survive. And you look at like the intricacy behind like a bird's nest, for mm. example. Like I would struggle to make something that intricate, yeah, and I've got opposable thumbs. Think how much works in one home of a human being, though. The bricks, you know, the, yeah, but that takes the work, different labourers, doesn't it? Yeah, but you could do it on your own, it's possible. You could, yeah, yeah. You could no, do every absolutely. part of it. The, uh, the roofing, the plumbing. It's a, when you look just the work in building a house, it's, it's very. there's a lot of work in it. Yeah, there. yeah, I'm not... Yeah, absolutely. And it's only the same thing. But if a bird does it, a bird does it with its beak. Imagine trying to build a house with your mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a different story. Imagine trying to build a house with your mouth after previously never being taught how to build a house with your mouth. Animal instinct, mate. And that is intelligence. Instinct is... Instinct that's is instinct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but we don't have that. We, we do. do. We do have instincts. We do instincts. have instincts. It's been squashed, but we do have it. What would be your instincts? Well, if someone so you, ran in with a gun, I mean, now, like, what would be your instincts? We don't act on instincts you don't know. anymore. Yeah. what I'm saying. But you would. It's in your you gut, isn't would. it? That's what you're... Mm, I don't know, though. I think we've been too domesticated. If I was just literally born and you just went, there you go, in the woods, I'd die. Because I've been watered down so much that... Watered down? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, if you're born... From a family that are really good at doing at acting on animal instincts, then you probably would. But if you're not, then mm. you'd just be born and be like, "Oh, I need help." The thing is, I do agree. I do agree with what you say. I think when you look at where this all started, like all of the reason we have clothes, the reason we have we're sitting in a house, the reason we're doing this pod with all this technology, the reason that I can get myself home, well, not at the minute because you're take taking me home. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I have my car, still like out a way to get home. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, if I, you know, the very reason we have all this stuff in the first place is because at some point, man decided for himself 
there must be an easy way yeah. of doing this than doing this every day that takes hours and hours and hours. Like, so I think it's a very, it's a very stupid thing to do to say, well, man isn't intelligent because it just creates, it's like you can't ignore, it's just that we can't compare it to anything. So you can't say that man isn't intelligent. But I'd actually go the opposite way. That's fine. And say that we've created all these easier ways to do things. But it hasn't got us anywhere. It's only made, lazy or efficient. It's basically made one percent of the population be able to sit on their ass and do nothing, while the rest of us still work like dogs. Okay, to uh, stop us going around in circles. <laughs> go on, um, give us I've another got, question. I've got a hypothesis here for you. Okay, it's called the zoo hypothesis, and this is tackling is it that the... we are go basically on. a planet which is a zoo planet for aliens. Well, it's like aliens don't try and contact us. They are more in like this is. You know, like maybe they're more stupid than us. That's why they don't contact us. Maybe they just ignore us. Mm. Whatever. Maybe we're too stupid for them. But here's here's another thing. They the zoo hypothesis says that aliens know about us, but they just observe and study us from afar, mm-hmm. um, and they deliberately we're like a science experiment to them. They just watch, and the they deliberately hide themselves to not interfere with us. We are just something fascinating to watch. A zoo. Mm. What do you think about the zoo hypothesis? I like that. Slightly. You like that? So you think if there are higher intelligent beings, then that's why we haven't heard from them? I think if they're higher, if they're higher in intelligence, um, and that's that's the other thing. The reason I find out about you guys, but if I go to a zoo, mm-hmm. if you take your kids to a zoo, then kids like to go and see animals. They're not really going for any. They just love. Like, oh, I want to see an elephant. Mm-hmm. When I go to a zoo, I love watching... Like, I could be there for hours watching one species and just watching the way they interact. And I'm not watching it as a... Or I don't feel like I'm watching it as a superior being. I'm just watching them thinking... Um, I get, Yeah, I guess, like, in awe of um, the way they're living and what they're doing. So I, I like that. I think that's, I think that's a quite, quite a cool way of looking at it. Yeah, it's really likely, because if, if the aliens are of higher intelligence... Like, why would they want to communicate with us if they know everything we know as far as the truths of the universe? Then all they really need to do... One thing they won't know is why we do what we do. And we don't know why we do what we do, so why would they ask us? They'd just do what we're doing and observe us. Mm. If we knew why we did what we did, then we'd have something they didn't have, but we don't. Mm. So for that reason, why would you want to talk to these fucking stupid monkeys on earth that are just destroying everything right yeah but that that's a different type of experiment isn't it because if you um i like the idea that uh that you mentioned at the start of the episode where they're just like observing us like linked with the zoo idea okay so we were pretty much um unanimous in saying earlier in the show like you know the universe is so big there's got to be something else out there Mm. Right, we we would be um, crazy to think we're the only ones. Yeah. What if we are? Yeah, that's why I kind of that's why I said what I said at the start of the episode. I don't. I kind of contradict myself because I think it's naive to think nothing mm-hmm. exists. But when I mean nothing, so I would liken life forms to a planet's uh, ecosystem and the way that planet, like the atmosphere of it, and um, so yeah, I think it's very plausible that we are. I mean, why not? Well, that's called the rare earth hypothesis. The rare earth rare hypothesis. earth hypothesis. 
Um, and it's saying like basically due to the like random and completely specific nature of the events that led to human life, the the chances are that it could be the only time it's ever happened because it's such a specific set of events that have actually led to it eventually. Mm-hmm. The chance of it happening again are so minute. It's very possible we could be, you know, the only time it's ever happened. And that's basically what the rare earth hypothesis is. Like, maybe we are the only ones. Everyone says, oh, there's got to be something out there. Maybe they're more intelligent. Maybe they're too far away to contact us yet. Maybe they're less intelligent and they're not hunting us out and we've got to get to there. Maybe it's just bacteria. Maybe mm. we're the only ones. Yeah. And that's maybe kind of a depressing note to, like, bring the show to its close on. Or on the, the show. Go on. Uh, what if they are operating on a different frequency... Like, you know, like gamma rays and infrared mm-hmm. and all these things we can't actually see, mm-hmm. and they operate on different frequencies. Yeah, maybe there's a conscious being on one of those frequencies that we can't see. Well, that is um, way more into the realm of what I like to think of extraterrestrials. Mm. Like, they're not just like flesh and bone; they don't just breathe oxygen. Mm. Well, it's like when um, I think I've said this on the show before when scientists say. Well, there can't be aliens living on this planet because there's no oxygen. Yeah. Are you really that close-minded? Do you think yeah. an alien needs to breathe oxygen? I think yeah. that's the most close-minded thing mm. you can think. And it might not even need to breathe at all. It might absorb the sun, like photosynthesis. It might, you know, there's so you have to just open your mind to anything when you start talking about extraterrestrials. And like this episode really has just been, you know, your absolute basics. Like, let me just chuck a few like aliens that people think are real. Let me chuck a few ideas. Crop circles, you know, probing, cow mutilations, um, intelligent life, whatever. Because it's such a deep field of ideas, mm. extraterrestrial life, and the universe is so big, you've got to start somewhere. So I thought, chuck this episode out, and then in the future, dive into, like, you know, government cover-ups of alien life, mm. and alien abductions, and people that claim to have been abducted, and... UFO sightings and whether they're like test flights or whether there's actually been lights in the sky that don't add up to anything and mm. looking at it a bit further. Mm. I'm just going to play you... It's only about a minute of this video that I want to play you, but this is just um, off the back of this rare earth hypothesis. Um, the size of our universe. Now, even those who do not believe in the UFO or alien photos and videos going around... There are many that say, due to the sheer magnitude of the universe, it's impossible for there not to be another life form. To understand why people say alien life must be out there, you must first realise how big the universe is. It's believed that the diameter of the observable universe is around 28 billion parsecs, which is around 93 billion light years. Now a single light year is just under 6 trillion miles, which is a ridiculous number. So 6 trillion times 93 billion. And don't forget, that is just what we can observe. And it's not that we don't have the technology to observe any further, it's just that life from other objects hasn't had enough time to reach Earth since the beginning of the cosmological expansion. And with all that, astronomers at the University of Auckland have said that it's believed there are around 50 sextillion planets in the observable universe. Now I will leave you to decide whether you think that only one out of those 50 sextillion planets can harbour any form of life. Some believe that civilizations are currently existing on Earth-like planets right alongside us, and others believe we could even be the bacterias of another life form. Add all of that with the possibility of infinite or multi-dimensions and you take things to a whole nother level. Whether you believe in any of those theories or not, there is absolutely no denying that the universe is incredible and has left us with many unanswered questions. So yeah, that's just giving you an idea. Like when we say the rare earth theory, 
that's the other end of the spectrum where I'm saying, okay, it's so well and good to think that, but yeah. when you take into mm. account that's how big the universe yeah. is, which always just melts my brain. If any people start throwing out these numbers, actually showing you, like, I'll put all these videos I've played on the episode, by the way, will be on the blog. You start looking at the images of what they're trying to say, how big the universe is, mm. is it hurts mm. to look at and think about. Yeah. So that's the other side of the coin. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, that's what I mean. It's, it would be naive to think that no other life forms exist. Uh, I think it's all, also just as naive to think that they're the ones that we, that they look like what we think they look like. So, you know, who's to say that an alien would need a nose the way that we need a nose, or eyes mm-hmm. the way that we need eyes, or have bodies, like even? We've reached the end of the show. We did have a little bit of audio troubles, but we're back up and running. So, before we wrap up, guys, have you got any uh, final thoughts on what, any of the stuff we said about tonight? Or Aliens is a total can of worms. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm always holding you guys back, because everything we started talking about, I'm like, we don't have time, that's for another show. Yeah. This is just like Aliens 101 before we can move on to some proper meaty subjects. I've already written down like multiple subjects mm. for future shows. Want to get further into Reptilian Elite? You've got the government cover-ups in terms of Area 51 and UFO sightings, uh, people's accounts of alien abductions. You, you can go so far in everything. Yeah. Them reptiles running the world, man. It was all really interesting. I liked the... Um... I liked the uh, astrophysicist and yep. his his theories. Um, I liked the um, I, I love I love watching documentaries about the universe. Yeah, so it was all very interesting. Um, and there was a lot of video in this episode because there's just so much information to just like bombard you with. And the crop circles as well. I didn't realise how many yeah. crop circles there were, and they were over here as well. That was the thing that surprised me the most as well. The crop circles, because I've only ever considered them hoaxes and never really looked into them. But just just that one like five minute video was enough to make me go, "Huh, there's more to this than I thought." I know I said that we watched a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. Can I just show you one more? Go for it. You might have seen this before, and if you haven't, this is my recommendation of the week. You can hunt down an old episode of Louis Through's Weird Weekends. The episode titled UFOs. Um, it's on Netflix. You'll have, you'll have a good time. It's on Netflix. Um, this one's such a weird episode, isn't it? Yeah. That one. This is- oh, is this the one with the like guns? Is this the one with the hunting? The alien guns, yeah. It's got yeah, a bit of yeah. cat mutilation <laughs> in it as well. That's great. Um, but this is when he meets a guy who thinks he can talk to aliens across the universe. Like, oh, as a conduit. I love this. Exactly. This is amazing. So this is- Any mishaps on the road or in the air? There may be some problems here. 
I just had, I was watching that clip. It kept coming up when I was searching alien stuff on YouTube, and I was like, "There's oh, so that. much about that clip that is so stupid." Yeah, I mean, that's just one two-minute clip. Um, <laughs> really, try and hunt down that show because it's really interesting, <laughs> to say the least. So, um, the next episode. <laughs> so shit, <isn't> it? <laughs> The next episode is going to be hosted by Tiss. Hey. Um, and for us, that's going to be in like a month's time or maybe more. Mm-hmm. But you've actually got ages. Yeah, you've got ages. For the listeners, this is like the next episode. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're not going to tell us what you're doing? No. You don't even know what you're doing. Do you know what you're doing? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, right. Okay, so if you want to check out the blog, I'll put all the links relevant. Weirdtalesintheunexplainable.blogspot.com And there's a donate button there. Donate if you want. But the best way to help us out, really, is to just tell other people about us, subscribe on iTunes, share the show on Facebook, iTunes, whatever, uh, not iTunes, Twitter, <laughs> whatever. Um, and if you want to talk to us and contact us, all our Twitter details are on the blog as well. Or you can email us at unexplainableuk at mail.com and you can just send us your own stories, talk to us about the show, anything you want. We'll always um, respond. It's great to hear from everyone. Got any final thoughts, guys? No, I don't think so. No. Tiss is shaking his head as well. No, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I don't have a pun, by the way. Oh. Uh, I'll do an X-Files sign-up. So until next time, watch the skies. <laughs>